It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Bengals, your daily Cincinnati Bengals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What up, Bengals fans, and welcome to another episode of the Lockdown Bengals podcast. I'm your host, Jake Lisko. He's your host, James Rapine. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network here on Lockdown Bengals, covering your team every day, free and available everywhere you get your podcasts and on YouTube. So if you're new to the show from the draft, one of the biggest events on the NFL calendar, of course, hit that subscribe button, hit that follow button. We'll be delivered to your eyes and ears when we drop our content every day. James, today we're going to get into some camp battles and how things have changed or not changed in many cases with the new crop of Bengals coming in through undrafted free agency and the draft. And the Bengals made a roster move today. The Bengals have signed Kevin Huber to a one-year deal, which reinforces the idea that they were interested in a punter at some point in the 2022 NFL draft, but that crazy punter run eliminated whatever punters they wanted, most likely, or they weren't comfortable taking them that high or with the amount of picks they had. And so Kevin Huber, the backup plan to battle it out with Drew Chrisman, is back with the Bengals. Yeah, it's uh, that's wild, right? You know, Kevin Huber comes back, has a chance to set the record for most games played by a Bengal. Um, you know, hot take. I don't think he's going to do it. We'll see. Uh, limped at, to the end of the year, I would say. I know he got a shot in his hip area or something like that during the bye. And, you know, the fact that the Bengals waited this long, I think Drew Christman's going to have a real shot here. You know, they flirted with him on and off all last year. Drew Christman has a shot in this competition. Should be interesting. And here's the fun part to me is it isn't just punter. It's also long snapper with uh, Adam Itis uh, out of uh, Pittsburgh signing with the team as an undrafted free agent. Clark Harris signed a one-year deal, but you could see a new long snapper and a new punter to go along with the, their young kicker, Evan McPherson. So the Bengals and Darren Simmons at least exploring other options when it comes to those uh, key special teams units. Yeah, and I wonder if it'll be battery versus battery, like the Drew Chrisman, Cal Adamitis battery versus the Clark Harris, uh, Kevin Huber battery of snapper and holder and snapper and punter drew Christman had a chance last year too he got hurt in camp and then the bengals tried to stash him for the whole year successfully did so 
I think it's telling though. Like, I don't know how much confidence the Bengals have in Drew Christman because I, I buy that they were interested in a punter. There are a couple reports about this, including uh, a source that I have. And they, I don't think we're terribly eager to draft one where they were being drafted, especially after trading away the picks that they traded well, away. Well, fourth round. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's multiple. insane. Like, yeah. even if they had. 10 picks. I don't think they're in fourth round. Evan McPherson was a fifth rounder. People question it. And obviously you look at it and you have a field goal kicker and two punters in the fourth round, none of which were the consensus top punter in most people's eyes either. It's, it was wild. Well, the public was wrong about punk God. Uh, I sure. mean, clearly but, in my but, opinion, by the way, but, but he was, pun- hold on, but he got drafted. If you're a punter yeah. and you get drafted, that's still a win. It's just the hype around him. Clearly, there were other punters that were better. It got out of control. I tweeted at some point, like, he might not be the best punter in this class, guys. If you want a new punter, it might not be Matt Areza as the best punter in this class. And I think there are a lot of people, clearly in the NFL and elsewhere, according to my DMs, that agree with this. Special teams coaches that agree that there there was some competition of punter. But... I'm I'm sure that Matt Avese will be a very good punter. Not relevant, not relevant to the Bengals, I should say. It's interesting that Clark Harris has competition, James. I know he's getting mm-hmm. up there in age, but he has beautiful hair, and he's never delivered an unplayable snap. And mm-hmm. this could go back to the Super Bowl, right? We heard Darren Simmons not happy that his rookie kicker Evan McPherson was watching the halftime show. Clark Harris did it too. Mm-hmm. stands to reason that he wasn't stoked about that either. I don't know if that's the only reason they brought in Cal Adamitis. It could be just because Clark Harris is getting up there in age, but I imagine that that's at least a little bit of a factor. I think, look, I think there there could be some, what the hell are you doing? You're a veteran. He's a rookie, you know, aspect to it. That being said, I, I don't think that that's why. Because guess what? The Bengals weren't looking at this offseason it is field goal kicker, right? And and I know I get it. There's an age factor there, but I, I there's think also there's an importance th- factor. I think in terms of what you have in a young, very promising kicker versus a long snapper. But continue. Yeah, but if Clark Harris was 30 and the best at his job, it wouldn't be an issue. Probably. And so th- that's. I mean, ri- dude. There's no chance that they would get mad enough at a 30-year-old Clark Harris to I'm all to I'm saying is this is a small factor. It's like pushing them in that direction, right? Like he's older anyway, and they need to find a long-term replacement anyway. It's just pushing it further in that direction. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, sure. You, you know, you, you can't it's the you can't be a distraction at all. And that that's obviously a distraction. And of the two, who do you get mad at for doing that more? The young kid right? Who, who just got here or Clark Harris? Well, it would obviously be Clark Harris for being out there too. So I think that could be an annoyance. Um, and, and I'm not saying Darren Simmons wasn't mad at Clark Harris. Of course he was. At the same time, if he was playing at a high level, I don't think it's something you can't get past. And so maybe they, you know, they clocked him and it was like, eh, maybe he's not snapping as fast as he used to. Or, or maybe they just, they've noticed little things. They're the special teams experts and they got the best long snapper in this class to sign with them as an undrafted free agent. So clearly that guy thinks he can compete for the starting job and has a real shot to win it. So that part of it is quite interesting. And uh, it, it's one of the many camp battles that, that I think 
could result from from this offseason, from the the draft and the undrafted part of this, because I, I think that there are going to be guys that compete in that realm. And we should dive into that. Is it, do you have anything else to add special teams wise or should we dive into the draft stuff? We, we can talk about the special teams impact of some of these undrafted guys that we haven't talked about when we get to the rest of the camp battles, because returner has a couple undrafted guys that I think will be in the mix as well. But we can get to that in just a minute. Yeah, no, that, that makes a lot of sense. But stay tuned, because not only are we doing that, you also hear from Dax Hill, the best number one pick uh, for the Bengals since last year when they took Jamar Chase. Let's be honest. I can't go past that because Jamar was a freak. But Dax Hill uh, in me talk one-on-one coming up here on Locked On Bengals. But first, a word from Bet Online, the number one spot for all things sports betting. You hear me talk about Bet Online all the time. And it's because if you're looking to wager on the NBA, are you looking to wager on the Cincinnati Reds being the worst team in Major League Baseball history, which where are you going to go? I don't know. Somewhere else. Uh, probably to Paul Brown Stadium. Anyways, you get that reference if you're a Cincinnati. And if not, I'm sorry. But regardless, you need to get to Bet Online and check out all they have to offer. The Warriors, man, itched out a win. They inched it out, baby. 117 to 116 in game one. Do, do you expect them to win the West? Or will it be the Phoenix Suns. Those appear to be the two teams. I don't know, man. The Grizzlies are going to be tough, though, for the Warriors. Never look past them. Point is, you can wager on all of these matchups, all of these games, including individual prop bets at Bet Online. So check them out right now. Bet Online, use your mobile device or PC to sign up, your laptop. It is free to sign up at Bet Online, where the game starts. James, looking at this rookie class, And I went through this after free agency. I put together where I thought the depth chart stood and kind of how I evaluated each of the players. The Bengals talked about, are we going to, are we really looking for new starters? We're not really looking for new starters. We're looking for depth. We're looking for future pieces. And Mm -hmm. when I plugged in the Bengals rookies, that's where they fit in. They're Mm -hmm. looking like depth pieces. They're looking like rotational pieces. They're looking like sub-package pieces. That doesn't mean there aren't roster battles to talk about, though, because roster battles aren't only for starter. But the rookie in the mix to start, I think, barring injury, is probably Cordell Volson. And, And I think that's really interesting. The other one, that I think we can talk. Oh, sorry. Camp Taylor Britt is the obvious one. What am I doing? Yeah. The other one, that's a dark horse. I wanted to get to the dark horse. I was trying to set up my dark horse here. Camp <laughs> Taylor Britt, Cordell Volson, the two most likely in the battle to start. Mm-hmm. Camp Taylor Britt with Eli Apple, Volson with a plethora of guys at left guard. But Dax Hill, remember the last time the Bengals drafted a safety? It was yep. Jesse Bates. They had George Iloka. And we were thinking, where does Jesse Bates fit in this year? And then suddenly George Iloka was cut. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I think Von Bell is going to be cut. I think that Dax Hill's role is to be a sub-package player and to be a backup at multiple positions. But I wouldn't be shocked if Dax Hill pushes Von Bell for a starting job. I don't think it'll be Jesse Bates, unless Jesse Bates holds out. I just think that that's one that is an underrated little camp battle that might come up. Sure. <clears throat> no, excuse me. I, I I agree with you. And I think, look, a lot of people the night they drafted Dax Hill was like, oh my God, that's Jesse Bates' replacement. And he might end up being Jesse Bates' was a replacement. I'm not ruling that out. But this idea that they're punting on Jesse Bates by drafting Dax Hill, like, I don't know about you, Jake. I think the two would fit 
pretty well together. And I think they could do a lot of good things together. And, and it isn't, you got to have one or the other. Um, and so, yeah, is, is there a scenario where Dax Hill is just amazing? I think so. I, but I, I think Von Bell is a leader and they're going to try to, uh, if anything, I think if Dax Hill balls out, right, and forces their hand, they're just going to be, and they're probably going to do this anyway, but it's just going to be three safeties a ton. And you're looking at like basically linebacker Von Bell more so than anything. And it, hopefully that does happen because I think Dax Hill on the field makes them better and more athletic and, and you can do a bunch of different things with him. Um, so I would be surprised. In uh, the other part of this, the other reason it would surprise me is because when you look back, and I like the, the comparison, because when George Iloka got released, it was like, what the bleepity bleepity bleep. It's surprising. Um, it, it, it's because Terrell Austin was the new DC. And that was the one good thing he did during his time in Cincinnati because there weren't many. was the fact that they, they he said they needed a safety with some range. They go get Jesse Bates. And, and obviously the, the rest is history there. But you don't have any really coaching changes or anything like that. So it's not like a guy, an outside guy is coming in and like, oh, well, 24, we can do without 24 because now we got 23 in Dax yeah. Hill. So I would be shocked uh, if there was a cut. But could Dax Hill play more than people are anticipating? I think that could certainly happen for sure. Yeah, I, I would also be very surprised if they cut Von Bell, especially given his leadership role in the locker room. I'm just, I'm just saying, that's a little dark horse battle. And and I also yeah. agree with you that that would be the fastest way for for Dax Hill to win starting reps. And the thing about it is, I've said that I don't see him as a box safety, but I do see him as a guy that's going to cover slot receivers is going to cover tight ends going to cover running backs and that's yep. a lot of what strong safeties do in the nfl these days it's just he's not a he's not a linebacker von bell also isn't a linebacker i mean these guys when they're going to put three safeties on the field and, and i know you didn't mean to say that he's a linebacker mm -hmm. but in case people took that literally what, sure. what we're talking about is when other teams go light and they try to spread you out that's when the bengals have answered Last year, they started answering with the big nickel package, putting the three safeties on the field, or sorry, the big dime package, putting three mm -hmm. safeties on the field with three corners. And Dax Hill is a perfect piece for that because you're comfortable with him at slot corner and you're comfortable with him at a variety of safety alignments. Mm -hmm. And so if Von Bell needs to live in the box more in those, and Jesse Bates did a little bit because you can't just only put Von Bell in the box, right? It makes you too predictable. But Dax Hill does give them another piece where you have three very interchangeable safeties and you're not losing as much athleticism. Obviously, Von Bell is back deep. You have a different athlete back there than in, you would have in Dax Hill or Jesse Bates. Last year, same could be said for Ricardo Allen. When Ricardo Allen was there instead of Von Bell in the box or when Ricardo Allen was deep instead of Jesse Bates, it's a different kind of player, whereas Dax mm -hmm. Hill might be much more interchangeable in those spots. So yep. I, I do think that's... Uh, and the most likely way he gets on the field right away, like I said. But I, I do th expect that if he's a player that, you know, Andrew Johnson and the Bengals expect him to be, and that many in the media expect him to be, that he will push to get on the field sooner than later. And he could cut into some of Von Bell's snaps. There's no doubt uh, yeah, about that's it. That's what I mean. I mean. It, yeah, like Bell, as far as Bell goes, you don't love him in coverage. I think he was better in 2021 in coverage than 2020, just from an eye test, without looking at the scores and stuff. Yeah. Um, but guess who could be better than 2021 Von Bell in coverage? It's probably Dax Hill. And that's just that's just the, the makeup of things, right? And, and who he is. And you would get a look. 
the benefit of having Bates on the franchise tag and Von Bell in a contract year, you can see what it looks like with Bates and Hill. Because if you have a first round safety and then you have Bates who you'd pay 15 million plus to per, well, you want to make sure that this is an elite safety group. And so it, not that the coaches are going to be worried about that, about the future while they're playing, but it, it does give yeah. the front office a chance to evaluate that grouping sure. as well. And I, I think it's going to happen. And I, I think Hill's going to play more than the average fan today thinks in 2022. On that note, Mike Clay from ESPN, formerly of PFF, had his roster rankings post-draft today. The Bengals come in at fourth overall on those rankings and the safety group with the additions of Dax Hill and Tyson Anderson, who will certainly be pushing for the fourth safety spot on the roster with Brandon Wilson, Trayvon Henderson, and Michael Thomas, mm-hmm. ranked first safety group first in the NFL. Guess what other group ranked first in the NFL? The wide receivers. Wide receivers. That's 100% right. Jamar Chase, D. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, fantastic starting trio. And there's some depth. I know a lot of Bengals fans were eager for more, but Mike Thomas, Trent Taylor, Stanley Morgan Jr., you could do worse. Now, the additions they did make here were college free agents. Javon Hiley, Kwame Lasseter II, both of those guys look to be in the mix for punt returner and or kick returner as well. Although I think Chris Evans late last year probably solidified his kick returner job if they want to use him that way. He was good at it. And Jack Sorensen, a wide receiver for Miami. I'm not sure about his return ability or not, but he's another receiver in the mix. And I think, much like last year, we'll see a battle for one spot. Maybe two spots. They kept Trent Taylor around all year on the practice squad. That that one's pretty interesting to me as well. But we kind of got ahead to college free agents there. Just goes to show you when you really dig into this stuff, there are a lot of roster battles looking around with some of these young guys. Yep. No, there there absolutely are. And um that's the thing. I mean, the, the Bengals, not only did they have a really solid starting lineup overall, but when you're drafting at the end of each round, that matters too. <laughs> and you're what falls to you is what falls to you. And I think they did, did a good job of plugging the holes that they did have and feeling good uh, about what they addressed by, by doing that. But yeah, there are battles. And I, I think that that's the path. If you don't want the wide receiver room to honestly look like, obviously the big three, Chase Higgins, Boyd. And then I think Mike Thomas is probably a lock. Stanley Morgan Jr. Probably a lock as of now, but then it's Irwin and Taylor and Taylor's going to give you the returnability. And in, in, in more reliable, I would say, as a punt returner at this stage. He's only a punt returner. So, in my opinion, Trent Taylor's only job is is punt returner and then like very specific sub packages on offense. But the 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 interesting I, thing is, where do all these other guys play on special teams in comparison? Do they do more? And we've talked about that in the past. Well, I, th- I think he'd be your backup slot. And so that's the part of it. Would right? he be your is, first off the bench? I don't think he sl- would. Slot? Yeah, I think he would. Who? I, I don't think he would. I think they would try to get somebody else in there. Who? Before. I mean, you Stanley go, Morgan or Mike Thomas. Yeah, those, just those go back to the Super Bowl. It'd be one of them. That's what they did in the playoffs last year. Trent Taylor couldn't get on the field. Trent Taylor did get on the field. He got the for, most for two, important one two point conversion. It was the most important two point conversion in Bengals history. That's what I'm saying. A very specific <laughs> sub package player. I don't think Mike Thomas would replace, but that that's the point, and that's why. Honestly they should probably look in free agency and see if they could get somebody else. Because if you're a veteran, you're not signing some long deal anyways. Now at this stage, would you want to catch passes from Joe Burrow and look at it and say, can I beat out Mike Thomas and Stanley Morgan and Trent Taylor for snaps? You probably can. 
And so I, I do wonder what veterans they potentially add. And that's just another part of it. I think they'll look at all these guys first in camp and then kind of go from camp as in mini camp and OTAs. Right. Yeah, I think it's interesting too. I, I wouldn't be shocked, but you're not going to get a starter level guy because a starter level guy is looking for a team where he can go play starter reps, right? I, I think it would be tough. I think it would be tough to find like the Keelan Coles of the world are looking at wide receiver desperate teams and they're looking to go start. They're looking at the Bears and they're thinking, I can go play 900 snaps and not 100 snaps or something like that, you know? So I think that will be challenging. Haven't even talked about Jeffrey Gunter here, James, Zachary Carter. Didn't really get into, we, you know, we, we alluded to the Eli Apple, Cam Taylor, Britt roster battle. We alluded to left guard. Looks like we're going to have some more roster battles to discuss. But before we do that, that'll have to be another day. We've got to hear your one-on-one with Daxton Hill, and we'll do that just in a minute. Today's episode brought to you by Rock Auto. And much like Dax Hill in coverage, rockauto.com is consistent. It's reliable. And it's perfect for you. Much like you, hopefully you've used rockauto.com. I have for something as simple as air filters for your vehicle. No one ever replaces their cabin air filter. And then you take it in and, you know, the dealership or the, the auto body shop or whoever, you know, the car parts place that are like, oh, we can do that. And it's, it's some astronomical price, you know, $200 for a filter. Well, you can do that on your own. It's real easy. Odds are you subscribe to Locked on Bengals on YouTube. You can look it up on YouTube for whatever make and model. And guess what? The filter you're looking for, rockauto.com has it. So that's one of the many ways, whether it's a filter, whether it's a fuel pump, whether it's something super, super serious or something really, really minor like windshield washer fluid, rockauto.com has you covered. So go there now and see all the parts available for your car or truck and be sure to write Locked On in there. How did you hear about us, Box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts here, all the parts your car will ever need. Look at me getting it confused. We've done this for so long, rockauto.com. And one of the things that we're most excited for in this upcoming season is the return of the open locker room. It gives us the opportunity, you, I'm speaking as if I live in Cincinnati, the opportunity to talk to some of these players one-on-one. And it gives us, as a podcast, the opportunity to bring that content to our listeners. And the Bengals were gracious enough to make their number one pick this year available to you for a one-on-one locker room chat. And we get the opportunity to share that with our viewers. We're in the Bengals locker room with first round pick Dax Hill and Dax, what's the past 24 hours or so been like? Because you had the waiting, you told us you flew in from Vegas on draft day morning. I'm sure the draft was wild. What's it been like? Um, it's been nonstop. I really haven't had too much time to rest. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been an honor, uh, really just going through that, that journey last few months and then the last few days, um, especially, um, just taking time, you know, talk to myself telling myself everything's gonna be all right everything's gonna fall in place so it's been a great you know few hours so i'm glad to be here have you been able to take it in and enjoy it or has it been so crazy that you haven't been able to pinch yourself and enjoy the moment i really haven't had time to like really enjoy it truly enjoy it i've enjoyed it last night for sure but really just sit down and, and kind of just reflect on the, uh my journey that led me to this point I really have had that time but I know you know in a few days you know I'll reflect and you know really enjoy the moment from a 
football standpoint, I think versatility gets brought up with you. Anyone you ask, it's the first thing on the scouting report. It's the first thing that anyone brings up. I've heard you bring it up a ton. How did you become so versatile on the football field and be so good at, at so many things moving around? Uh, I was really just, I got thrown into that position. Um, I know it came in at free safety and uh, they just threw me at nickel and I didn't even know I could play nickel. So it was kind of just more of a, let's see how he does. And then uh, from there, I kind of just enjoyed playing it. And that's how I kind of got more comfortable playing it. And that's how I got that, you know, that word versatility you know thrown on me so it's kind of just hey just play it and see how it turns out but hey, it turned out to be a pretty good pretty good uh, situation yeah for sure it's a good thing and and the thing i notice about you you're willing to hit it's not like you're shying away from hitting i mean you if you're going to move all around the field you have to do that has that always been your instinct because you said you played basketball yeah, yeah. growing up but you're a big hitter yeah i can i can hit you know got <laughs> that got the skills on the court but yeah for sure can uh can hit you know so that's part of the game um you know and that just comes to that kind of just doing those down to you know wanting you know to to make plays and you know uh make the defense you know a good defense wherever i'm at so that just really just who i am as a uh, football player as far as your versatility you can play the nickel obviously you can move all around the field at safety i asked you during that news conference about potentially moving outside is that something you want to at least try Lining up against the Jamar Chase in practice or a T. Higgins? Uh, yeah, I mean, definitely. I know that's going to improve my game. And so going against those guys definitely will, you know, prepare myself, you know, for the future. And so, uh, but yeah, the corner, that's something definitely have to prepare myself for. And um, so whatever that is and whenever that is, and um, I'm ready for it, for the challenge. Do you have a favorite safety? Like, 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 do you have a favorite position? Excuse me, playing safety, nickel. Do you have a preference? Does it matter? Uh, no preference. Um, I'm just coming in, you know, trying to find my role and, you know, take control of that role and, um, you know, just be myself. That's that's all I'm trying to do. Um, be myself and not trying to be someone I'm not. And uh, really, yeah, just figure out a way, you know, get on the field. So you don't seem overwhelmed, despite the. The craziness of the past week, it seems like you're pretty calm and you're going through all these interviews and all this stuff. Has it always been that way? Have you always been this low-key and composed? Yeah, like, to be honest, like, I've always been like that. Um, Don't want to get too high, too low in any situation. Um, So I feel like that's kind of, you know, a testament to where I've I've come from, not really um, overthinking any situation. Everything's going to happen for a reason, and I'll be set up um, where I at a place where I'm supposed to be at. So that's my my head around it. If a Bengals fan came up to you in the, the supermarket or the grocery store and asked, what are the what's the team getting with Dax Hill? What would you say? Uh, they're getting a competitor, um, someone that's going to sacrifice for the team. Um, really just give my best efforts, you know, every day in practice and every uh, week. Um, so that's what I'm bringing to the table. As far as knowing about the Bengals and, and what the road they've been on because they went from four wins to the Super Bowl in one season. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Joe Mixon. Have you heard from any of your teammates? Your new teammates? Uh, no, I have, I'm, I've heard of uh, Sam Hub- Hubbard and 
Chris Evans. And so uh, not too many of those guys yet, but I'm, you know, I'm looking forward to, you know, meeting those guys and building relationships with those guys. And I, I do want to talk about your relationship with Chris Evans because he came here last year as a sixth round pick, much like you tested super athletic and, and was one of the better athletes in, in the class. What uh, what was it like going up against him in practice at Michigan? What do you remember? Um, so I remember coming in as a as a freshman. I'm like, because I remember watching him, you know, in high school, and I was like, man, he's kind of like a freak athlete. Like, he kind of makes everything just look easy. Doesn't really like looks like he tries, but he's just a great player. Um, but yeah, my relationship, I have a good relationship with him. Um, you know, I was working out with him a few days after pro day so we kind of built that relationship over time but you know i'm looking forward to you know you know reuniting with him fellow michigan man and and, uh you know trying to make another run for the super bowl so you think you guys can make each other better better you covering him out of the backfield oh yeah for sure that (laughs) running back flair coming out he get a little anger out on me so we go we go see yeah for sure yeah uh as far as uh is the next couple of weeks you excited to to meet all of those teammates and get to that part of it because that's the football side all this other stuff is is the whirlwind but you're probably comfortable on the football end yeah on the football end yeah i'm really just looking forward to you know meeting the new guys i know um i've heard you know they whenever you know a rookie comes in they're hands-on and so that's what i need you know coming in relying on someone that's kind of been experienced and that's how that's going to uh, propel my game, you know, me coming in. So really just, you know, building those relationships, I feel like it's going to only help me, you know, in the future. Is it fair to say versatility is your biggest strength? Yeah, that's very fair. Okay. So what would you say your biggest weakness is going into the NFL that you want to improve on? Uh, uh, I feel like my biggest weakness is really just trying to uh, fine-tune everything. Um, I wouldn't consider consider that a weakness, but uh, really just fine-tuning everything. I know um, I've never arrived. My game is never to where it needs to be. So um, improving every every, uh, part of my game, that's where I uh, need to get better at. As far as hobbies, off-the-field stuff, uh, I know you said you were a Jordan fan or your team Jordan. That's your favorite player uh, of all time, Kevin Durant as well. But what are your, your hobbies? What do you do off the field? Uh, I like to travel. Uh, I like to hang with, you know, my guys, my friends. Um, and really just have downtime to myself for the most part. Um, I like to try, like, different foods. I heard, like, there's good food around here, so I'll be exploring that around. And just seeing a whole new city, I like to just explore. What's the coolest place you've ever been or traveled to? Probably Vegas. <laughs> really, like, two days ago. Or California. I've been to California a few times, but the West Coast for sure is kind of where I like to explore around. Was that your first time in Vegas? Yeah, first time. Oh, yeah. Okay. What was it like? Yeah, I, I didn't realize that was your first time. That's true, though. Yeah, you're 21. It's your first time in Vegas. What was that like? Hey, it was a good time. I just say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dax, I, I appreciate the time. Uh, congratulations and, and good luck. Appreciate it. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Great stuff there from Dax Hill. And Jake was right leading into that. That's the first of many one-on-ones and chats that you're going to hear on Locked on Bengals with players that are competing for roster spots or someone in Hill's case that's going to compete for a ton of playing time on defense. We're going to have a ton for you on our next show. Zach Taylor talks. And so we'll react to that. What players showed up to Paul Brown Stadium? What players didn't? We'll have the latest on that and so much more as we roll on. Ready or not, here we come. It's OTA time, which means a a ton of insight on these young players that the Bengals just drafted. So 
Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on wherever you get your podcast and follow there as well. For Jake Lisko, I'm James Erpine. Signing off for now right here on the Locked On Bengals podcast. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.